I'm Father Ron Shipley, founder and director of the Anglican Internet Church, and I welcome you to the 12th day of Christmas, January 5th, the final episode in the AIC seasonal video series, The 12 Days of Christmas. The key words for today are grace and faith, which, like the key word for first day of Christmas, December 25th, represents gifts of God. For this final episode in the series, I have included many icons, mosaics, frescoes, paintings, and manuscript illuminations not often seen, including some from the Bamberg Apocalypse, as I used it in our bookstore publication, Revelation and Idealist Interpretation, and also in our AIC Bible Study series of the same name. In this series of 12 reflections on the true meaning of Christmas, including the the Feast of the Nativity of Our Lord, the Feast of St. Stephen the Proto-Martyr, of St. John the Apostle, Evangelist and Theologian, of the Holy Innocence, and the Circumcision of Our Lord Jesus Christ, I have shared with you theme words for each day. Love, forgiveness, peace, compassion, obedience, joy, church, family, angels, commandments, and glorifying God. Each offered as an antidote to the excessive commercialization of Christmas and as a guide to the true nature of the Feast of the Nativity of our Lord. And in preparation for the Feast of the Epiphany, which together with the Nativity are bookends for the Christmas season. For the twelfth day of Christmas, the key words grace and faith are closely related. Traditional Anglicans believe that grace comes to each of us as the sovereign gift of God, and we understand that he may bestow it upon whomever he chooses, whenever he chooses, and if he chooses. The illustration is the Annunciation to the Shepherds, an illumination in tempera and gilt on parchment from the Pericope Book of Henry II, produced at Reichenau Monastery, between 1007 and 1012 A.D., the same monastery in which the Bamberg Apocalypse and the Codex Egberti, both mentioned earlier in the series and in other AIC seasonal videos, was made. The strongest Old Testament precedent for this idea is these words of God spoken to Job from Job 41, verse 11, using the ESV text. Who has first given to me that I should repay him? Whatever is under the whole heaven is mine. The statement means that God owes nothing to anyone, even the righteous. Job acknowledged his understanding of this after he received word that all he had would be taken away. Instead of the collapse of Job's faith in God, which Satan had predicted, Job said in Job, 1 verse 21 in the NKJV text, Naked I came from my mother's womb, and naked I shall return there. The Lord gave, and the Lord has taken away. Blessed be the name of the Lord. The illustration is Job hears of his ruin, an engraving by Gustave Doré from his Grand Bible du Tours, a Vulgate Bible, published in Paris and London in 1866 A.D. The London edition is commonly called Doré's English Bible. 
Anglicans believe that grace cannot be earned from any combination of works or gifts to charity or the church, but comes by a gift of God through the presence of his Holy Spirit. But only if we invite and allow the Holy Spirit to enter into our hearts. God, which is in Greek is Theos, as noted in the opening slide for 11th day of Christmas, means the one who sees. He will know what is in your heart. The illustration is a mosaic, Christ Pantocrator, from one of the several mosaics of Christ at the 6th century church known as the Hagia Sophia, or Temple of Wisdom, built in the 6th century at Constantinople, now Istanbul, Turkey, by the Byzantine Emperor Justinian. Pantocrator is most often translated as Lord God Almighty, which was one of the Hebrew names of God. A literal translation might be ruler of the universe. His robe is a distinctively Eastern Church vibrant shade of blue. The one who sees knows what is in the hearts of men, as Anglican priests have affirmed in every celebration of Holy Eucharist when they say the Collect for Purity attributed to Alcuin of York from the 8th century. The illustration is a 21st century photograph of the Christ Pantocrator image in the main dome of the Church of the Holy Sepulchre in Jerusalem, built over the reported site of Jesus' crucifixion during the reign of the first Christian Emperor Constantine in the 4th century. It is this site which is said to be where the emperor's mother, Helena, found a remnant of the cross of Christ. In the Collect for Purity, the blessed Alcuin captured the ancient Hebrew understanding of the awesome majesty and sovereignty of God, expressing the true meaning of the word Pantocrator. Almighty God, unto whom all hearts are open, all desires known, and from whom no secrets are hid. Cleanse the thoughts of our hearts by the inspiration of thy Holy Spirit, that we may perfectly love thee and worthily magnify thy holy name. Through Christ our Lord. Amen. For those to whom God chooses to grant his grace by his sovereign will, the next gift is faith meaning confidence in and confession of the essential doctrinal beliefs of Christianity, first that Christ is indeed the only begotten Son of the Father, who was incarnate as the man Jesus of Nazareth celebrated at the Feast of the Nativity. The illustration is a 19th century stained glass window by the celebrated stained glass artist F.X. Zettler of Munich at St. Gertrude's Church in Stockholm, Sweden. Second, that he gave his life on the cross in a propitiatory sacrifice, a ransom payment so that mankind would be free of the sins committed since the disobedience of Adam and Eve. The illustration is Death at the Ninth Hour, an opaque watercolor over graphite on gray wove paper by James Tissot from his Life of Christ series in the late 19th century at the Brooklyn Museum. Third, that he did rise from the dead, witnessed by the apostles and many others according to the gospel accounts and to St. Luke's narrative in Acts of the Apostles and in the writings of the apostles in their own epistles. 
The illustration is a set of stained glass windows somewhere in Western Europe showing Christ surrounded by angels, saints, and ordinary people celebrating his ascension. Note that Jesus' feet do not quite touch the ground. Fourth, that he rules the universe, again Greek Pantocrator, at the right hand of the Father as declared in the Nicene Creed. The illustration is a Christ Pantocrator apse mosaic in the Basilica of St. Ambrose, Milan, Italy. The original church was consecrated in Ambrose's lifetime around 379 A.D. The mosaic dates from around the 13th century. Fifth, that he will come again to be our judge. The illustration is The Last Judgment, Folio 111 in the Bamberg Apocalypse, an 11th century manuscript of Revelation, as I used it on page 171 in the AIC bookstore publication, Revelation, an Idealist Interpretation, from the collection of the Bamberg State Library, Bamberg, Germany, which provided the high-resolution image. Six, based upon... John 14, verse 6, that through faith in him as the only begotten Son and only path to the Father, we are offered an opportunity of life everlasting in the heavenly kingdom of the Father. The illustration is a 12th century Christ Pantocrator mosaic at the Basilica of Cefalu, some say Cefalu, Sicily, considered one of the finest Byzantine-style cathedral mosaics in the western Mediterranean. Above Jesus' head are many angels, including seraphim and cherubim, each labeled in Koine Greek, although the writing around the whole image is in Latin. The book which John holds is the Gospel of St. John, open to John 8:12, I am the light of the world. He who follows me shall not walk in darkness, or wander in darkness, according to some translations, but have the light of life. In the words of the final verse of the Nicene Creed, Christians confidently confess publicly at each Holy Communion service, I look for the resurrection of the dead and the life of the world to come. Amen. The illustration is the river of life and tree of life from the same Bamberg Apocalypse cited earlier. Thank you for joining me for this 12-part series, The Twelve Days of Christmas. And this is the final program in our suite of videos for the seasons of Advent and Christmas. We pray for grace in your life, the Holy Spirit in your heart, the nourishment of your faith, your receipt of sacraments through regular church attendance, and your life as witness to your faith. The closing music for the series is a modern piano arrangement of Hark the Herald Angels Sing. Until next time, may the Lord bless and keep you. May the Lord make his face to shine upon you and be merciful to you. May the Lord lift up his countenance upon you and give you peace. Amen. Glory be to God for all things. Amen. This program has been a presentation of the Anglican Internet Church. We invite you to visit our website and make use of its resources at www.anglicaninternetchurch.net. Thank you.